Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. I haven't really woken up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Hi, it's John Taffer from Bar Rescue. Did you know the second building in America was a tavern? When I built my new restaurant franchise concept, Taffer's Tavern, I thought back to the roots of what makes a tavern a tavern. Timeless character. All while delivering an unbelievably delicious food and beverage experience. That paired with my 40 plus years in the industry provides a clear roadmap to success. Do you have what it takes to be a Taffer's Tavern franchisee? If so, I'd love to hear from you. Visit franchise.tafferstavern.com. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the SiriusXM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on SiriusXM 211. Tony, Harry, the whole gang, Miss Robin is in here, the couch guy, the great Conlon Farrell. Rothstein just put his hat back on forward. He had it on backwards for a while there. I almost had to get up, Harry. I don't play that in this house. Well, he puts it on backwards, I think, when we play the strapper calls. Yeah, you have you know, to. you got to sort of get in character That's for right. the strapper line. Exactly. Joe C. at the Wheels of Steel wearing a Kahlua shirt today. Joe's got quite a uh, T-shirt collection, Harry. He does. I've, I've never in, seen him wear the same shirt twice so far. I've worked in radio for a while, so like 90% of my T-shirts are promo T-shirts. Free ones. Yeah. yeah. Exactly right, man. It's like Dan Schwartzman. That was his old wardrobe. I used to have a lot of them, but I get rid of them. Or Robin gets rid of them, I should say. Mm-hmm. I've had some great ones that she just throws out. I've had some really weird ones, like Rip It, the uh, energy drink company. They Rip It? Were, yeah, oh, yeah. So Rip It wheel good. Hats, T-shirts, all sorts of stuff from them. Also, Maalox was also a big one for a while. I did not take those because oh, that's just kind of weird. But we yeah. had nothing like giving away a Maalox T-shirt. Yeah, right? I mean, like that's yeah. a, that's a hot item. 
We're going to get some songs for a strapper line. Strapture by Blondie, remember? Mm-hmm. Identified as one of the early rap songs. It's like songs. a rap song. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's good. Strapture. Uh, you have uh, Strapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. Remember that one? Strapper's yes, Delight. I love that, actually. <laughs> it's ice rink. That's phenomenal. Not Afternoon Delight. <laughs> no. No, no. It's got to be Strapper. Come yeah, on, man. Well, Try to say with the program. It's Delight, man. I know, I'm Mike, I know Mike Scott is dazzling you with, with raining threes down <laughs> he's, in the He's bubble. actually uh, one for one from three. It only looks like he's making a lot of shots. Anyway, why am I watching this game? Tony, mm-hmm. we have You're captivated by We have it. several See? stories that you wanted to get yeah, to. Yeah, I want to get to this. Go. I want to get to this uh to this uh <laughs> the the WAPS sh- song. Oh, with Shapiro. With Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Who's a little short guy who has a very whiny voice, but mm-hmm. he, I guess he's popular and he's like, I don't know if he's a right-wing guy he or is. moderate guy. I think he is. I think he's all over the place. I don't think he's like super right-wing. I think he's more I think he leans conservative. Well, yeah, he leans yeah. conservative. But this is the best comedy routine you'll ever hear of someone breaking down the Cardi B song, WAP. It's had six million views, How about Harry. that? Six million views for a short Jewish guy well, breaking down the WAP video. Well, it's the Barstool the, yeah. News Network, actually. Yes. That's their YouTube so channel they, or whatever. So they took or Twitter whatever feed. he had and broke it down and posted yeah, yeah, Shapiro it. Shapiro has his own podcast yeah. on the Daily Wire, so yeah. he has his own feed. Yeah, I know, he, but... You better not say rap is rap and hip-hop no, is hip-hop. No, no, that belongs no. to Schwartzman. That's Schwartzman. Exactly. He will have a lawyer on Shapiro in five minutes. He's got no, a lot and the of Barstool Sports Network hands. obviously took the video and posted it, and that's why it's got six million views. Yeah. But I'm sure every political hack from the left and right has also taken this, A, because it's funny, even though it's not intended to be funny. Mm. Not like, you know, Jimmy Fallon, who tries to be funny and he's not. This is, my, this is the Ben Shapiro being funny when he's trying not to be funny. He's trying to be straight. Trying to break it down. Cardi B's song that Harry endorsed earlier this yes. week, or actually late last week. He was all over the right. song. WAP. Let's go to the tape. Here are some of the lyrics. You ready? Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah, you effin' with some wet ass P word. P word is female genitalia. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass P word. Give me everything you got for this wet ass P word. Beat it up N word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I want to ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This P word is wet, come take a dive. Uh, along these lines. Uh, and it gets significantly, significantly more vulgar. Like, oh, a lot more vulgar. Talk your S word, bite your lip. Ask for a call while you ride that D word. You really ain't never gonna F him for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came and now get your boots and your coat for this wet ass p word <laughs> pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass p- right so this is d guys this, this is what feminists fought for this yeah. is what the feminist movement was all about it's not uh it, it's not really about you know women being treated as independent full rounded human beings it's about wet ass p word and if you say anything <laughs> differently, it's because you're a misogynist. Right? All right, that's enough. I don't want to hear any more of Ben Shapiro. Uh, it gets really, uh, really. I get it. It's really dirty. Did you know that was what, was what it was all about, Harry? I know. W-I-P I know man? every word. Yeah. He, he, he knows it by heart. 
Wait, so I was trying to explain to you three days ago. I know too, but I didn't. I've never heard anybody break it down like that, Harry. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've never heard anybody break it <laughs> is down. Is it going to break down? You know, when we go extra innings, when we uh, <laughs> I mean, do our you know recording sessions. Yeah, is it going to read a transcript of those next? Right, <laughs> probably. <laughs> wow. By the way, we have that was another. Hilarious. That's we have a, Let's get it one. back. Let's get it back to the hockey game. I believe the Tampa Bay Lightning have scored. On a really uh, greasy scramble goal, according to our correspondent, the great ice rink in Ottawa. Did we put it back? Get the damn Sixer game on. Get the hockey game on. Get the Sixers off. Get the hockey on. They're, on, they're right, one, right above each other. One's on, one's on uh, NBCSN not showing infomercials today for a change. So that's good. So there you have it. It's 2-2 now. And that one must have come early in the third period, so I'm going to try to get a replay of that and get the damn basketball off because I'm going to vomit if I watch any more. So, good, good, uh, not Lord, Gord scored. That's a good Canadian name, Gord. Absolutely. And it's 2-2, Columbus Blue Jacket and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And, of course, the, uh, the Blue Jacket scored late in that end of the second period in the final minute and a half. And then, obviously, to start the third period, the equalizer from Tampa Bay, and there's a scramble in front of the net again. And, and the, the Tampa Bay Lightning are energized, Harry. They are energized. And, yes, Hedman is playing, apparently not as many minutes, but he's still at the point mm-hmm. playing defense. So, I think he had an assist on their first goal. So Victor Hedman is skating. Is he Even if he's not 100%, his presence out there, very strong, especially on the point on the power play where's, where he's camped out all the time. So we'll keep you up to date on that. It's 2-2. Uh, we mentioned the big story. Kamala Harris has been selected as the vice presidential nominee by Joe Biden. So, in other words, the de facto president if, yes. they, if uh, Biden wins. Exactly. Correct. Yes. And uh, so let the games begin. Let all the other nonsense and the tiring ads that will be played for the next couple of months, the conventions in a couple of weeks. That's what this is all about. All right. Meanwhile... Not the fabulous sports babe WAP. No, that's that's a totally different oh, that's, WAP. Yeah, yeah. It's not WAP, Harry. That's an Italian. <laughs> Somebody should do a song, WAP, <laughs> which means without papers. You know that, right? Yes, that's yes. why the Italians were called WAPs. Did you know that, Rob? So they come yes, to America without the papers. They came to America yeah. without papers. Yeah. Now you're supposed to come to America without papers. It's okay. It wasn't okay then, but it's okay now. There's a song by J-Dash named WAP. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, I do remember that. From, that was, was it about Italians? Was, was it a racist and anti-Italian <laughs> no. song? It was the prelude to WAP. Let me just say that. It's very similar. No, Barkan was not let go from Ennis. I don't think they're going to let him go either. Michael Barkan, the guy does like every pregame and postgame show, and especially mm-hmm. during football season. So when there was this big uh, purge all over the country at NBC Sports uh, Network stations, local affiliates, uh, a bunch of people were let go. But Michael Barkan has been probably the – I think he's probably the longest uh, tenured guy there now, right? Yeah, I would say I would think so. Exactly. Easily. Yeah. Now I know we've got some other stories here. What's this thong action situation? Yes. So let me see that thong. Are we going to play a block of that? No, that is. Um, oh, that's a great story. Is that about a tattoo? No, no, no. 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 The tattoo story is another good one okay. too. But the thong story is a guy that you may not be surprised that this gentleman wore a thong as his face shield at an airport overseas. Let's go to our overseas desk. And your correspondent, Miss Robin, 
to bring you the latest on let me see that Cisco thong. And it's not Cisco either. No, John McAfee, who you've talked about several times. Not Pat McAfee, of no, course. No, no, no. John McAfee, the former owner of. McAfee, that was his company. Yeah, the, 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 the security uh, program. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in Sweden, or excuse me, Norway, and was um, taken aside and not allowed to continue because rather than wearing a mask, he was wearing a lady's thong over his face. And but he had the back part as yeah. the string in the back, and he had the great, yeah, of course, the, the, the very uh, little material part in the front. Apparently, he was it was fra- so. I mean, he doesn't know a thing or two about viruses, but apparently not yeah, about. That's why. So they, they they were they, they what did they do to him? They like shut him down. Did they kick him off the flight? He knows about computer viruses. Yes. That's what yeah. my joke yeah, was. I yeah. tweeted that earlier when I saw that. I said, now, how can you do this to a guy who invented virus protection? He yeah. was Don't arrested. you think he knows whether that mask is going to work or not, Harry? <laughs> he was arrested. He, he was actually put in jail. Really? Um, but I, my favorite, if you're watching on Twitch, you can see the Nor- uh, Norwegian police officer is obviously laughing at yes. him. So it wasn't really that big of a deal. I've left uh, but- uh, parties with a thong on my face. But, you know, you expect that. You well, know, that you was pick up the virus. wrong one. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you are looking for a mask, do not wear a thong. Mm-hmm. Is the I bet you that thong is just as is just as useful to prevent viruses as a lot of these. I'm reading today in the Washington Post that those things that go all the way down under your chest, what are those things called now? The gator. Gators. The gator. Yeah. Those are now supposedly not good enough. Tiger Woods had one of those around yeah. his neck. A lot of people do. So you can pull them all the way you, down, and then you can pull them up. And right. they're comfortable. Um, uh, now, just to reiterate, he was not arrested, according to the Norwegian police, for wearing a thong as a mask. He was arrested for refusing to replace it with a medically certified over-the-ear mask. Just imagine where he got that thong. That guy's a wacko, man. Yeah, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah. He's a very, very peculiar man. You would never think that this guy would be smart enough to come up with the greatest vir- antivirus protection for your computer ever. And then they took the company away from him because he was so certifiably nuts. Well, this is what happens. Sometimes some guys get so rich yeah. that they just go a little, uh, they get a little crazy. He did all kinds of crazy stuff, too. Well, this is, he, he dispensed these pearls of wisdom about viruses and bacteria after he was let loose. He says, yes, coronavirus, although large for a virus, is still 2,000 times smaller than a large bacteria, which masks do stop. And yes, I know viruses in droplets are released when the droplets evaporate. Duh. But I breathe through this mask. What could survive? Jeez. See, there's a man who knows, a, who knows more about vi- virus protection than right. John McAfee. He invented it. Exactly. It's ridiculous, man. So would you rather take his advice or Dr. Fauci's? Right now, John McAfee. Because <laughs> I, I think Pat McAfee would be my choice. Yes, well, yeah, I think no, Pat but John McAfee. McAfee's whack. He is whack. Well, we saw a video of him <laughs> that he was convinced that people were trying to find him, and he had the entire room covered in aluminum yeah, foil. Yeah, no, this, uh-huh. guy is, this guy is way out there. Like but in a foil hat yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh absolutely. Hey. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Matt and Livermore nails it. When you're that rich, it's called eccentric. Mm-hmm. Yes. Only poor Not people crazy. are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Poor That's- people are crazy. Rich, Rich people. people are eccentric. That's a great point. Yes, it That's is. why Matt's in yeah, Livermore. That's a you great be, point. You can't be, uh, he's eccentric. He lives in Livermore. Right. There ain't no, uh, you can't, there ain't no slums, ain't no slums in Livermore. In Livermore. Damn right, right, man. <laughs> 
You know how expensive all that wine grape growing area is yeah. out there? You could live in John Madden's garage exactly. and you'd be living better than most people. Exactly right. <laughs> Danville, and same the, thing, you know, right? Paul Kappas on Twitter says, you know, depending on the thong, it might smell better than a normal face mask. Wow. Yeah. You, know, you don't know where John McAfee was coming Jeez. from in Norway. Have you seen some of those Norwegian broads, Harry? I have not. Oh, come on, man. We're coming right back with the great Dan, Dan Lust. Lust Esquire. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf. It's a beautiful thing when fashion meets performance on and off the course. Boston Scott Golf has created a clothing line that focuses on key relief areas which address many known fit issues in the clothing industry. Not only does this set them apart from the others, simply put, it changes the whole game. Feel good, play good, casual, great golf. Visit bostonscottgolf.com. Use code Harry for 20% off. bostonscottgolf.com. The Tony Bruno Show. Mark Clara continues to talk with us. Hey, Mark, uh, what's your take on the Dak Prescott situation? Obviously, he's going to play this year under the franchise tag. The thing that drove me crazy about the whole Dak Prescott situation was, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, they kept releasing the contract terms. One thing I know about players and agents, they don't release a contract term unless they're going to sign it. They don't say, hey, look, we got this money, but we're not going to sign it because it's not enough money. And the thing that drives me crazy about organizations is they all claim salary cap victim. The salary cap can totally be manipulated. You can pay anybody that you want to pay. That's the way the salary cap works. You can always find money. You can manipulate the cap. You can redo other people's contracts. Just look at Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes, with Chris Jones. If your intent is to get it done, you'll find a way to get it done. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the SiriusXM app. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it, they legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with home title lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Plus, new T-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash 
shop to purchase and for more information. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day, across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May Show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. A lot of stuff talking about. Most of it's legalese, Harry, with the college football thing. We know the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the Mountain West, the MAC have all folded the, the, the tents for mm. this fall. The ACC is still hanging in there, planning to play. The SEC has already announced they're doing it later in September. But one of the big uh, discussions going on, Harry, all over the place on social media, involves legal matters. You know, can teams just say, hey, my conference isn't playing, but I want to play football? Right, Nebraska. Nebraska. Iowa, yeah. Not Nebraska, because that would be great Brazilian steakhouse, Harry. Are they, are they still open, those places where they... You put up the card, and then they bring you Yeah, and they meat. come over, and they yeah, slice the meat. The cross is still there. I don't know. I, it's I know modified it's there on, now. Six, on 611. Yeah, yeah. There. yeah. Right but, across from the uh, air station. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Before, you know, it was all, you know, basically all you can eat, and now I don't know if they can have you know, actual dining in. You know what they have there, don't you? They have the meats. Anyway, is Dan Lust there? He is. Yes, he is. There he is, Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, when I say legalese, we have an official on staff, a man who 24-7, 365, when we need legal help, Dan Lust is there. Now we have to put him off because I want to see him, Robin, even though the hockey game is to, we're midway through the third period in a 2-2 contest. But what I want to see, the man himself, the greatness that is, Dan Lust, Esquire. Well, you know he's high on the guest list pecking order if you're moving hockey off the TV. You're damn right. Yeah. I want to see who I'm talking to, Harry. He's back in his, uh, in his leather-bound uh, office with the Ma background. Mahogany office. Actually. Mahogany. Yeah, mahogany. And, yeah. You got the mahogany. You got to have a scotch bottle or something. You know that little – you have to have like a the silver tra a, a silver tray with a glass decanter yeah. and crystal a couple decanter. of crystal glasses there. Right. You know what I mean? That's what Perry Mason had. Apartment back here. I pull one of these books, and there's just a whole whiskey cabinet. Oh, right. beautiful, man! You push a button, and that whole thing opens up, right? And then the TV comes up. Exactly. People are like, "Is that a fake?" No, no. Dan Lust was not coming out of WAP. That the song WAP. <laughs> Have you seen that song? The uh, video. The video. Uh, I, I have seen it making the rounds, but I am not coming out of it. I can uh, report that confidently. Exactly. Well, we were, we we played it last uh, last night. We had Ben Shapiro narrating it, mm. so that, that's a good transition from Ben Shapiro to Dan Lust. All right, Dan. One of the things that we have been you've been talking about on Twitter because people ask you legal questions, including Dean, who's asking about baseball cards. Our buddy Dean says, you know, can you ask Dean about the Dan about the baseball cards? Because I got a, the, a rookie card in a box, but now they're saying it's not eligible anymore. It's an, an autographed Aaron Judge, and they're telling me that it expired. We'll get to that later. But first I want to ask you about the college football kids because there is a, there is a debate going on whether or not 
as we've seen in pro sports, teams are giving athletes the right to opt out and not play. And we've seen it happen in football, baseball, NBA, hockey, professional sports. What's the deal with the college kids and whether they can opt out if, if their leagues play and they don't want to play? So twofold, the NCAA Board of Governors gave us our guidance last week on August 5th, and they said to the extent the players opts out, he's not going to lose his scholarship. So that answers one of the questions. Now, um, there was a world that we had considered that if college football were to be canceled, that they could extend the eligibility of all those fall players, and that's what happened in the spring. Now, Tony, uh, as of the last half an hour, everything's changing every minute, um, there's now a world where Half of college football plays, and the other half might play in the spring. So this world where eligibility could be extended becomes a lot messier all of a sudden. And that doesn't even talk about potential transfers from one school to another. So all of a sudden, it's kind of an apocalyptic world in the college football landscape. Well, what is the the biggest fear, uh, in your view, of like the Big Ten and the Pac-12, of why they don't want to sort of – just sort of stay the course like the SEC and the ACC are right now and include the Big 12. I mean, the, AC, the SEC has even moved the date of the start of the season a few weeks later. Why the, why the necessity to do it now and cancel things now? So twofold. Um, you know, the first answer, I think, is just a medical one. It's a battle of the experts. You, you, we, we talked about this, Dr. Alan Sills in the NFL versus Tony Fauci. You can have your political views one way or the other, but these are two um, doctors at the top of their field who have a disagreement. And that's essentially what's going on um, in the Big Ten, uh, the Pac-12 and the MAC. Their doctors are saying uh, going forward is too much of a liability exposure, whereas the ACC, Duke, you know, top doctors there, SEC, they, their doctors don't feel that way. Um, so that's kind of step one, why we have a different view. So now the second view of this, why there's kind of a sprouting up of all these cancellations all of a sudden, it's that same um, August 5th Board of Governors memo from the NCAA, which said, COVID liability waivers would not be allowed. The schools could not force that on people. And now, you know, Tony, you, you guys pay me the big bucks to be your attorney. So I, I know how um, how this kind of financial fees work, right? Um, by the way, disclaimer, you don't pay me a dime, just so everyone is, is watching that's, that's this out is there. This is pro-Sonny Bono on this show. That's how we do it. Or Steve Bono, the former Norristown kid who was the third-string quarterback for the 49ers back in the glory days. But, but the, the point is kind of clear here. A liability waiver, the difference between a waiver, if I sign a waiver, Tony, and I go to sue you, you would hold up that waiver and say, you know what? The lawsuit stops here. There's no depositions. There's no discovery. There's no trial. The case is over. Now, if you don't have a liability waiver, you could still win the case. You could get it kicked out once you go through the mechanisms of discovery. But, Tony, that costs money. That costs the legal fees. And that's kind of the fear. If you don't have a liability waiver, you let these cases walk into the courtroom. Uh, and that's why these insurance premiums could go up. That's why there is an additional cost. So once the liability waivers were knocked out across the board, then, um, you know, these financial departments had to say, wow, this is going to cost us a ton, a ton of legal more than we expected. Um, because liability waivers are a way of to, to manage risk and manage the financial exposure. So that's why we're seeing this pop up in this past couple of days. Dan Lust joining us. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays here breaking it down, keeping it simple, which Dan does better than pretty much anybody. So now what about individual schools? For example, Scott Frost at Nebraska says, I want to play. And can they jump out of a conference and say, our kids want to play, our athletic director wants to play, we can then schedule games. Schedule games yeah. against some of these some of these teams that are that are still playing. I saw you know Coach Day for Ohio State say uh, he, that he, they wanted to play no matter what when they asked him if he was going to go to the SEC. So that question is popping up all over the place. 
Now, on a on a first level, television contracts are your first hurdle because you're only supposed to be playing for your particular conference. So that might bound um, Nebraska, might hurt you know the Ohio, Ohio State to some extent. But that being said, Tony, we're in a world where force majeure is being triggered across the board. It doesn't have to take a pandemic or an epidemic. Um, it could take just a frustration uh, of the season. So that's the type of language that might give a school like Ohio State or Nebraska an out to play games. Maybe it's not a full leaving of the Big Ten, but maybe it's just this particular year because it's an emergency situation. If you read Scott Frost's comments, he says we're playing no matter what. So you can read into that as much as you want. And then there's you know separate reports from Dan Patrick. You know he's on he's on your network. Patrick saying that the SEC is trying to, I guess, recruit ACC schools, recruit Big 12 schools, and to try to play with them. So, um, you know, I, I posted, I don't mean to be dramatic, but this could be the end, the end of the NCAA as we know it. Just mm-hmm. schools can just be picked out and go to different conferences, and players can all of a sudden kind of opt out and, you know, go, go wherever else. So it's, um, I use the word apocalyptic, but it's just a world we've never seen before. Well, that's what I was wondering uh, the other day. I was like, wondering is, is there real fear the virus or is there fear more so these teams and conferences bl- breaking up and give, sort of giving more autonomy to the athletes and empowering them more than they've ever been where, where once it's out once that toothpaste is out of the tube you're never getting it back kind of thing you can put the toothpaste back my wife yells at me i do it all the time <laughs> um but you know that i i agree with you tony i mean and tony and harry this, this is a virus that's going to cancel one year. And now I, I made the joke and I was kind of tongue in cheek, but what was to stop college football from using a bubble, right? We, we talk about how great the bubble is. You know, it, the college football makes enough money. They could afford a bubble for these Power Five conferences. The reason that they're not using a bubble, just use common sense, you give these college football players special rights and privileges. All of a sudden, they look like these revenue-generating uh, entities, and then you run into some antitrust challenges and labor law challenges. So that's why you couldn't give the college football players a special bubble, let alone Title IX issues, right? You'd have to have a women's basketball bubble and a women's softball bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if the administrators really wanted to save college football, they could, but it would risk the entire amateurism model. That would be years and, and decades of profits coming to them. So. I do think that that was the bigger concern. And, and you know, some blue, the blue check marks of Twitter reported that as well, that Power 5 ADs were saying that that was more of the issue. It wasn't coronavirus, which, you know, maybe we'll, we'll put a cap on that. We'll help figure this out in a year, year and a half, however long. But amateurism, it, that, that could go on much further than this virus could. So I, think, I do think that that is the real concern at the end of the day. The big problem Harry's going to be concerned is college bowl games during the holiday right. season, gambling uh, opportunities and all of these games that – people only watch because they bet on them what are we going to do then harry and dan <laughs> i mean listen they're, they're i've been i've been uh dabbling in the in formula one uh there's other ways to bet guys <laughs> <laughs> not during the holidays we're, well, yeah, the election will be over the college yeah. football season whatever's left of it will be over and then all of those meaningless bowl games that parade from thanksgiving this new year plan for your future with a degree from the university of maryland global campus UMGC has been online for over 20 years, helping working adults and service members learn the skills they need for the careers they want. UMGC offers online courses, more than 90 programs and specializations, seamless transfer credits, personalized advising, and more. No application fee through February 14th. Classes start soon. Learn more at umgc.edu slash podcast. Certified to operate by Chev. All the way through the New Year's Day. Capital One Bowl week, Tony. Exactly yeah. right, Harry. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Idaho's not even <laughs> going to play. Out. They're completely out now, Idaho. 
Well, I, I want to say this just because in a in a vacuum, this idea still works. I mean, I played it out. You have the you maybe, and I don't want to say it's out for for all schools because remember, guys, you still could have right if the SEC breaks off and they do their thing. I mean, the reason I'm saying this is it could be the end the end of the NCA as we know it. If the SEC is going to go off and do their own thing, right? They're not. They're going to break off. They're going to want to have their own separate television deals. This wouldn't be the first time a, a big conference in college football has tried to organize separate television contracts, separate rights. This is the College Football Association back in the mid-80s. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been done before, and it questioned the NCA model. But this might be the triggering event to try to do it again. So I don't necessarily think that bowls are done because we could have three Power Five conferences that, that are playing games. And I think the Sunbelt Conference also is not out as well. So, you know, it's it's a very scattered landscape. But just the way the country is kind of fragmented in, you know, how they have they been treating the coronavirus um, the South, you know, the Southeastern Conference wants to play, and that's kind of consistent with um, how that portion of the country has treated the virus. So I don't think I don't necessarily think all the bowls are done. I don't think we can put a fork in that yet. Is there anything like the Big Ten could do to prohibit Nebraska or Iowa or both teams from leaving for a year, you know, to just play games? Uh, yes, certainly. I mean, those are just standard. I guess um, if you breach a contract, right? I need to see what the the Big Ten contract looks like. But if you try to leave, right, you could just think in standard law, right? Um, you can get an injunction from someone to leave, right? You could get uh, potentially a uh, version of a non-compete, right? You, you've you signed a contract, these Big Ten deals, and that's because of you have exclusive rights to the Nebraska games, the extent that you wanted it. So if Nebraska can just go out and do whatever they wanted, um, that would make that contract that much less valuable. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that the, the Big Ten would enforce this, but... I mean, again, we're kind of dealing with these farce. These power, the conferences are only as powerful as the schools they have in them, and the NCAA is only as powerful as they have control over the conferences. So, um, I, I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised at this point if um, you know there was a separate entity that was formed between these remaining schools, the, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big Twelve. As, as crazy as it sounds, that's uh, this kind of world that we're looking into with literally fall football, and the Big Ten is going out there and saying us. Spring football, we've never had a world with this in college football. So I think we need to start reimagining the the world of of college sports. Now, you mentioned that the big legal battle will be, and Tim Brando yesterday was all over it. He was ripping Mark Emmert. I mean, the guy who runs the NCAA has been invisible. I haven't heard him say anything. Uh, He may may become persona non grata anymore. Could they dissolve the NCAA and, 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 as you mentioned, form some other type of organization that – oversees this more than the NCAA, which has been corrupt and pretty much incompetent since day one? So I wrote an article on this, um, you know, a couple months back when uh, Fair Pay to Play passed. I mean, there was talk then, Tony, of banning the California schools. So I just kind of wrote, if you ban the California schools, great. They'll create their version of California Colleges United, whatever it is, and have a separate entity. There's nothing stopping them from doing that. Um, and, I'm, and who was banning them? The Ohio State AD, Wisconsin's AD, saying that California would have an unfair advantage. So now, um, you know, just, we're just kind of drawing comparisons. That what we, that's what we can do as, as attorneys. To the extent that, you know, you can have fall sports, right, and uh, ACC is going to be playing, the SEC is going to be playing, there's a conversation that those schools might be having an unfair advantage in terms of recruiting and whatnot. So uh, I don't think it's, it's so far-fetched to say that a separate entity could come of this. I mean, I don't, I'm not, you know, all the big believer in doomsday, but you have to think that, This is something we've never seen in college before. Um, And now two of the Power Five conferences are are not playing in the fall. So we really do have to reimagine what the college football landscape will look like. Hmm. Now, what would this 
what could be the trickle-down effect to college basketball? Because we didn't even have the NCAA tournament last year. I can't imagine that not being around two straight years. But, you know, it, it could, though, right? I mean, so I think what I'm, I'm more concerned about, I think that we're obviously we're going to have college basketball in some shape or form, but these conferences are a package deal. They're only going to sign up for the NCAA. It's kind of they're going to be in the NCAA for everything or for nothing. Uh, and that was the conversation we had with Fair Pay to Play. California schools weren't just be banned in football. They were going to be banned in all sports from the NCAA. So you could have a college football, um, um, you know, a college basketball March Madness with not all of the teams. Maybe you have, you know, like guys, we don't, uh, Harry, maybe you bet on the NIT, but nobody bets on the NIT. We, we have separate college basketball tournaments that exist. That could be another world that we look at. We have an NCAA tournament uh, and then a separate entity, be it the SEC or people that just don't agree with what the leadership is doing at the NCAA level. So again, this is all kind of just planning out, but as attorneys, you know, we have to advise our clients of, of the worst case scenario, of what could happen so we could plan for it. So I, I don't think we can take any of this stuff off the table at this stage. So the, the point now is we know the big, or couldn't the big 10, because I they, they waited course? a day. Yeah. Could they opt back in? Right. Like we saw some like Mike, Nick, Nick Markakis. Exactly. Yeah. The Atlanta Braves <laughs> opted back in once they realized these other schools are going to do it and you're going to miss you're going to miss reaping what the, the other teams are sowing. Uh, I mean, I, I saw it was official, and then I confirmed, you know, then I posted, hey, it's official. And then I saw it was official today, and I said, now, look, now it's official. And then I saw a report that some of the Big Ten schools are going to try to want to play. So um, all, all bets are off at this point. I, I think, you know, it's just the nature of Twitter. The news comes out so quickly. Um, until you hear it directly from the schools involved, that's one thing. I mean, I, I had a... Someone dropped in my DMs and said that Penn State emailed them uh, that, the, that the season was canceled, that Penn State directly emailed them mm. from, from season taken. So that's, I guess, a version of hearing it straight from the horse's mouth in this technological day and age. But could, could the Big 12 or, you know, Big 10 be back on tomorrow? I mean, they've gone on and off like that, that uh, quote from, uh, you know, the office, right? Like snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. Mm. The Big 10 is gone and then it's back and then it's gone and it's back. So Let's see what tomorrow brings in, the, in this crazy Twitterverse. Last time I heard that is when, when my Moyle was uh, circumcising me at birth. I remember it well. It was very painful, and I've never gotten over it. Made a very deep impression yes, on you. Yes, you did. Thank you, Harry. Scarred you. you for life. <laughs> and, and by the way, I only bet the NIT when Temple's in it, which has been far too often the past exactly 10 right. years. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, did, I did call that you bet the NIT, though. I yeah, did have that. Yeah, yeah. I did, I <laughs> Dan Lust, well, Dan, you know this – it clears a lot up, but I don't think we've seen the end of these conferences going back and forth. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Pac-12, we knew they were going to bail immediately. The fact that they waited for the Big Ten to go just shows you what a wimpy conference they are. I mean, I lived out there. They had the worst television deal, the worst television process. I mean, it's been an absolute disaster. I mean, some of the schools are good. I'm not knocking all the programs, but I'm saying they brought in a guy from the Tennis Channel to run – the Pac-12, Pac-12 network, network, yeah, and that hasn't really done anything for them for the most part. Uh, I'm not, you know, I, there's no no disagreement here. Um, I don't think it's the end of of this conversation of colleges canceling. I'm just curious to see what the SEC is going to do. They're almost like pulling a, you know, LeBron James with the Miami Heat. Take your talents to South Beach. Everybody's, you know, uh, Justin Fields, the quarterback with Ohio State. There's conversations that he's trying to to make an exit from Ohio State. Um, I, I just find it very interesting that. Coaches and the presidents of these schools could be on such a different wavelength. If you see a comment from uh, Coach Harba over at Michigan, uh, he wants to play, but then all of a sudden the Big Ten is opting out. And, and you know, per reports, it's a it's a 
you know, resounding vote. A 12 to 2 margin was the original report. So um, obviously, obviously some discord. Uh, and then I watched an interview today with Coach Orgeron over uh, in the SEC. Uh, he's saying, you know, we're planning to play and we're planning to win. So it's business as usual uh, in the SEC. So I don't think we've ever seen a college football landscape uh, as divided as we do today on, on August 11th. And then he finished that interview with, go Tigers! Yeah, go Tigers! By the way, uh, Ken, you know, because the, there's a transfer portal in college basketball. Can a college football quarterback, is there is the transfer portal still open right now for guys to say, hey, you know what, my team, my team's not going to play, my conference is not going to play, I'm going to go somewhere else and play. Can that happen legally? You could make a hardship uh, privilege. You could try to get that, but I don't, I don't think this is what the hardship was meant to do, and I don't think it would set a good precedent for just players to just leave the Big Ten and exodus. I mean, you can make the argument for player empowerment that they should have that right, but Guys, we're not in a world where unions exist. Players don't have that power. They're at the mercy of the NCA. so I, I don't see that happening. How about if they make a de- list of demands like some of the other schools did? We're gonna, we need to be this, 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 and this, or we're not playing. You know what's funny? Do you know who made the first list of demands? The Pac-12. Yeah, they're right. out. And yeah. the Big Ten made a list of demands, and they're out. They're out. I, I'm seeing a little, bit of a, a little bit of a trend here. Exactly. That's what we do here. This show is deep. This is a deep thinker show. I mean, Harry Mays and I, we may goof off a lot, Dan, but mm-hmm. we're deep thinkers when, when all, when, you know, at the end of the day. When it's, when it's time to be serious, we can be serious. Damn right, Harry. Yeah. Damn right. Dan knows that. Why do you think he comes on here? Exactly. But Dan, always sure. appreciate your time, man. Thanks, Thank you Dan. so much, sir. Don't you forget, always you follow him. Yeah. And don't forget to say hello to my other buddy there who, who does the podcast with you, who doesn't get the love he deserves, man. Our friend from um, the Super Bowls every year. On behalf of all Dan's, Dan Wallach, uh, and Dan also on Wallach. Dan Patrick, um, I will uh, I will say hi to both of them. No, we I'm love so Dan Wallach. He loves coming on with us at the Super Bowl week when they're there, and and you and Dan Wallach now do a podcast together. I don't know why all the love for Dan Patrick. It doesn't give me any love anymore, man. No, I'm just kidding. He's Aren't great. You Dan Patrick Network. Am I crazy? Yeah, we're on. It's not a network. We're on the channel, Sirius XM 211. Oh, it's the Dan Patrick love. Channel. Love the fellow Dan. Yeah, he could have me thrown off, but he wouldn't do that. Why would he do that? He knows who That's, I am. Right. Don't, don't slander Dan's Tony. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Dan Lust, Law Lust. Dan Lust, Dan Wallach, and Dan Patrick. The right. three Dans. Beautiful. Not Dan Marino. That would be the fourth on the Mount Rushmore. But Dan Marino's not a lawyer. Neither is Dan Patrick. So we had to do a. Uh, we need four Dan's. I'd go Dan Fouts. No, too. not not. I'm talking about lawyers. Mount oh, Rushmore oh, oh. of lawyers, sports attorneys. Mm-hmm. We have two Dan's. We need two other ones. If you can think of. How them. about the Dan Band? Remember that? Oh, that, they're that, great. But, but they're not the attorneys. Band. I know, Harry. but they're your favorite band. Come on, Harry, man. It's your, it's your favorite band. Listen. Jesus. <sighs> Always a pleasure, guys. Listen, Thank I'm you. happy to come anytime. Hopefully we have uh, better news on the college front, but I'm happy to break it down one way or the other. Thank you, Dan. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Luss. Sports Luss Law. Dan Luss Esquire. Phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. Sports Law Lust. Yeah, Sports Law Lust. What did I say? You said Sports Lust Law. I got lust on my mind. <laughs> sports <laughs> Lust Love. Oh, man. It's time to talk about Boston golf. And if you're like me, then you love golf and you look forward to your weekly round with the guys at your golf club. You pick out your outfit ensemble in advance. And the morning of your round, you make sure it just fits right. You check your look in the mirror and your shirt looks like it's just came out of a cardboard box or it's billowing out one side and all scrunched up on the other. Well, worry no more because at Boston Scott Golf, the fit is our obsession. At Boston Scott Golf, we went through our closet and ripped up shirts just to put them back together to make the perfect golf shirt. 
Our shirts accentuate the shoulders and arms while giving relief in the midsection. Our tapered fit designs cures the problem of always having to retuck after bending over a few times or taking a few swings on the range. Boston Scott Golf Shirts feature a four-button placket, wrinkle-resistant, moisture-wicking technology with UPF 50 protection. The classic style with the modern fit is available for both men's and junior golfers, so father and son can match on the course. It just makes sense, Tony. Feel good, play good. Yeah. Casual, great golf. Get to know Boston Scott Golf at bostonscottgolf.com. The Tony Bruno Show. Mark Clara continues to talk with us. Hey, Mark, uh, what's your take on the Dak Prescott situation? Obviously, you're going to play this year under the franchise tag. The thing that drove me crazy about the whole Dak Prescott situation was, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, they kept releasing the contract terms. One thing I know about players and agents, they don't release a contract term unless they're going to sign it. They don't say, hey, look, we got this money, but we're not going to sign it because it's not enough money. And the thing that drives me crazy about organizations is they all claim salary cap victim. The salary cap can totally be manipulated. You can pay anybody that you want to pay. That's the way the salary cap works. You can always find money. You can manipulate the cap. You can redo other people's contracts. Just look at Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes, with Chris Jones. If your intent is to get it done, you'll find a way to get it done. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the SiriusXM app. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your... Beautiful. And I have pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest-growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. 
Having fun as always, but then getting the important questions answered, and then the answer is questioned. That's what this show does. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, people are asking me. I'm not the one who came up with the conspiracy theory concerning the Portland Trailblazers getting the eight seed so they could play the Lakers and eliminate them. No, that was Rothstein. Exactly. Yeah. It was somebody else who came up with it. Now, we got good friends all over Twitter and on the Twitch stream saying, oh, you're rooting against LeBron, so you want Portland to win this. I, I don't care who wins. I, I don't have any dogs in the show. I would like to see Portland take them out. You know we got a pull up there. We do? Yeah. Well, we're finding this out now. I Come just on, put, man. just oh. put it up about a half hour ago. Dan Patrick oh. gets a poll at the beginning of the show, and then he asks for updates. You tell us at the end of the show we got a poll up. We I hate to do it to here. you, man. I really hate we, to we do it right now. We were discussing what it should be. Exactly. But, yeah, so it's obviously the race for the eighth seed in the West is really heating up. So we said, uh, so who's going to – the race for the 8th and Western Conference is heating up with three teams all vying for the last spot and the chance to play the Lake Show in the first round. Who will it be? And right now, the results pouring in the F Portland Trailblazers with 54% of the vote. Wow. Actually, it's 56.2. Oh, wow. See, look at that. So the three choices are the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, is this mail-in balloting or is this regular like electronic uh, balloting? <laughs> Grizzlies are way down at 4.5%. Yeah, so it's really people think that the Trailblazers and the Suns, who are obviously playing the best basketball probably in the bubble, have yeah. the best shot at getting in. They're going for seven in a row. They're up at the half on the Sixers. See, I, I don't know about this, Tony. I, I mean, this is an NBA poll on your Twitter feed. I, I would have thought that that would have required an approval by you before putting it up there. No, it's 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 we're down to the nitty-gritty here. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah, I, I we had a hockey poll yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And now the NBA and the season will the, the postseason will start on Monday. We had, the we, hockey starts today on, yeah. on a Tuesday. The NBA starts next Monday because they got to do these stupid play-in games right. this weekend. Well, yeah, and they might go Saturday, Sunday right. too with those. So there's going to be games. at least one game. If the eight seed wins the game Sunday, Saturday, then they don't play Sunday. They will be the eight seed. But if the eight seed loses on Sunday, mm -hmm. then the nine seed, the eight seed and nine, whoever they wind up being. This nine seed really has to work their ass off to get right the playoffs. Do. Imagine if it's the Phoenix Suns who I have know. been, again, playing the best basketball, 6-0, and about to go 7-0 and if they can hang on. Memphis, you know, I mentioned the Spurs earlier, they beat Houston. Mm -hmm. They're hanging in there. But we got to do a grandma update. Not a grandma update, Harry. A great-grandma update. Okay, not Angel's grandma. No, no, okay. not the Angel's grandma, right. no. This is called... You get old, and you got to let yourself live a little bit, Harry. Mm. You're never too old to do zany things, not dangerous things. I mean, not skydiving and stuff. Although the former president, uh, George Bush Sr., was died skydiving at like 90. Yes. Yeah. For his 90th birthday, he jumped out of an airplane. Crazy. But he was a military hero. So, Well, Tony, let's go to Michigan, shall we? Is it, wait a minute. There's, there's things open in Michigan where you can do things? Well, uh, apparently. A what can Granny do? Was she wearing Granny panties? You know, I think that that's the only time that granny panties are okay to wear mm -hmm. is if you are an actual right, great-grandmother. Yeah. Grandmother maybe still too soon. <laughs> great-grandmother, great yes. Great-granny panties might be a total new level. <laughs> now, yeah, this, isn't new a level. this isn't yes. a grandma story. This is a great-grandma oh, okay. story. Great-grandma okay. Dorothy Pollock, 103 right. years old. 103 years old. Did she old. run out of beer? 
She no, no, she's not trying to get free Coors no. Light. No, that she's, was a scam anyway. That was the kid set her up yeah, for that. Right. She That's celebrated a great move. her birthday on June sixteenth, one hundred and three years old, in a nursing home in Muskegon, and she was just discharged uh, from the facility due to the coronavirus pandemic lockdown. And, and she survived in the nursing home. She survived in the nursing home. Wow. The nursing home Good thing and she wasn't in New York. Exactly. 103rd birthday. What did she want? What, now, guess. Take a guess with the great grandma. One thing she wanted when she hit 103, Harry. 103. 103. Um, she didn't want to be in the WAP video, the WAP video. <laughs> she did not want a, a, a twerking scene. In, in leather no. great granny panties. Exactly, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you and don't boots see. above the knee. She did not want. Bud Light, Peel's Light. She didn't want oxygen. She didn't want... Nope. (laughs) One of her grandkids several years ago asked her if she would get a tattoo, and she said no. She had never had one. She didn't want one. But Mm -hmm. now, with everything going on, she said, you know what? I'm going to get inked up for the very first time. Wow. And so, so at, yes. a, at 103 years old, Dorothy Pollock got her very first tattoo. Goodness gracious. She loves frogs. <laughs> and so she got a frog tattoo on her forearm. And I thought she got a tramp stamp at least at that age. There it is, right she looked, here. She looks Look at fantastic that for 103. Yeah, 103. 103 years old, and there is her frog that you can see wow. on the Twitch stream. It's a nice frog. It's a nice little green frog. I mean, um, the, she doesn't look a day over 80. The, I know. The tattoo artist said that uh, he is. <laughs> she was definitely the oldest client that he has ever had. Wow. Uh, the, uh, her granddaughter, Ter- uh, Teresa Zavitz-Jones, told the network that COVID-19 had her in prison for months, and she wanted to do something that she never had done before. She All didn't right. get greatgrannyporn.com on no, her back. No. <laughs> But How no, amazing. Now, I've never gotten a tattoo, so I don't, know if, I don't know if you have to sign anything before you get the ink, but you do, I imagine, I'm right? I'm assuming you yeah, I'm uh, sure you have to do some kind of a Because especially in this situation, I mean, you know, imagine the guy goes needle to skin and great-grandma freaks out no. and, you know, has a coronary. No. You know what I'm saying? Wings I mean, it's, a, it's a plausible situation. I'm not trying to be funny. Wings and Diddle says she got thug life on her stomach. She got that <laughs> baby tattooed on her. She we've, got the Mike Scott neck lips, tattoos the next. Lips. Yeah. We've talked about this before. That um, She got the, the teardrop up the, by her eye. People in the nursing homes. And the cobweb on her elbow. Yeah, the spider web. People in nursing homes have suffered a lot. I mean, Absolutely. they're already depressed yes, because yes. They, they're getting older. They can't get around much and all that. So, um, Robin. <laughs> trying to cut into this funny stuff with all this serious on, stuff Robin. about nursing homes. But th- this is my favorite part. She said that after her tattoo, uh, Grandma Dorothy said that she crossed. An- she wants to cross another uh, item off her bucket list. She wants to go riding on a motorcycle. Oh, Dude, man. Dude, she missed well, Surges. easy. Yeah, she could have gone out and, there and, and gotten mouth. a free tattoo. And she could have heard Smash, ma- Smash Mouth <laughs> right. do a medley of their hits. <laughs> Hey now, you're a grandma. Put your tats out. Come on, Nate. Hey Get your now. Boobs out. Yeah. That's what I want. I want to be Show that me your kind boobs, Granny. Oh. Could you imagine Granny getting inked up and then she pulls up her top at Sturgis? Yes. With a bunch of biker bros, man. I actually saw that. <laughs> Back in 98. What show was that at? Uh, it was on the street. I was there in 98. Oh, at Sturgis? Oh, at Sturgis? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do everything there. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. But you know, in, in two weeks, they're all going to be dead. Oh, Eric. yeah. Don't forget about that. Yeah, now. there's millions of people hoping that they all they exactly. all die. <laughs> 
thug like fucking chest. That's just awful. Well, the eye's got to be a bullet. Just like Tupac's. Absolutely. Oh, like the barcode tattoo, Kenya Martin, on <laughs> the back of his neck. Play action reel, would you? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, come, come on, on man. Jeez. <laughs> wow. God bless you, man. Next, I know. Next, we're going to have a great grandpa, Jacques Strapair. <laughs> yes, in the show tomorrow. exactly. Tattoo oh. artist said that she didn't even wince once. Really? Getting right. Tattoo. Wow. She that's probably couldn't impressive. feel anything. He was going, right, he's going needle to bone. I mean, it was like, you know, obviously when you're that old, I mean, my skin's starting to get older. Although it doesn't look bad for an older dude. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Not oh. Grandma Theft Auto. No, she's going to be in the next one. <laughs> Great Grandma Theft Auto. And she's going to pull out a gat and start mowing down some suckers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Vin Diesel. <laughs> No, the video game, man. Oh, you just blow okay. cars up. I thought it was the the movie, the franchise. No, nah, there's too many. They have like eight or nine. Of I've those never watched now? one second of any of those stupid. I movies. haven't either. I mean, Neither have I. I. Those like weren't Grand Theft Auto. Those were Fast and Furious. Yeah. Now your mom is 96. I cannot even imagine her getting no. a tattoo. At My night. mom wants a. But she said she wanted to. She's going to go. She's going to go gauging. Yeah. She wants to get the ear, like that big ear. Yeah, the gigantic ones. Yeah. Like the size of a half dollar or a silver dollar. Get that baby. Go to South Street. I'll take her to Condom Kingdom. We'll get her all tricked out, man. Get down there, man. Oh, gosh. Yo, Tone Tone says, let's get it back to the Eagles, Ari. Yeah. How about that's a great story for that her. That is man. phenomenal. We got to quit. We got to get that's this out of quick. Michigan, right? Yeah, yeah, Michigan. I wonder if Governor Whitmer was there con- condemning her mm. in the tattoo parlor. But, Robin, we got to do this other story. Blockbuster video, Harry. Remember, blockbuster You know, there's only one left. One. In Bend, Oregon, Harry. Hmm. And guess what they're doing with that store now. We have another update. Let's go to Bend, Oregon. Ladies and gentlemen, if you miss going to Blockbuster and you want to remember your childhood, you now can rent this last very last blockbuster as an Airbnb. You can an spend Airbnb. All- you can spend what? the night inside a blockbuster yep. video. Oh um, the last blockbuster in the world. Yes. Uh, as you mentioned, is located in Bend, Oregon, is transforming itself into an Airbnb for three nights. Could it be 700 people show up and uh, like twerk and do thong contest and stuff like that, like they did in Jersey? Now I don't understand how. Why? Why are they doing this for only four dollars a night? They that they can book a night for four dollars on tax, either course, September eighteenth, nineteenth, mm. or twentieth. So they're only doing it for one weekend. Um, I guess so. Over the past few months, they say they we've we've been missing the regular visits from friends, neighbors, and tourists from around the world. So we are opening our store for three quarantine pods of. Deschutes County guests for a socially distanced movie night. Wow. So they have all the movies in the racks there. Okay. See, if they had done this at West Coast Video, at least there'd be a porn room well, in the yeah, back. I don't want to see that. Behind the curtain. Yeah, I want to go yeah. into the other room. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to watch bad videos, although there's a lot of good bad videos that I want to watch, Harry. Now, what they've done is they've put, like, a sofa uh, and an air mattress down and a big screen TV so that you can sleep on the floor. I don't know. It's kind of cool, I guess. Day shoots, count, county, is that what it's called? Yeah, I, I, I think I pronounced it correctly. $4 a night, you can get one drink at Chip Snappers. You can get a couple of drinks out there at <laughs> Chip Snappers Bar. We want to thank everybody for participating today. John McMullen, the great mm. Dan Law Esquire. 
Dan Lust, Esquire. All the people who checked in on the Twitch stream, on strapper line. the strapper line, the jock strap airs, and uh, the people just tuning in to have fun every day. 856-818-4045 is that strapper That's line. That's the strapper. No and tomorrow, you know what's coming on the show tomorrow, Robin? Yes. Peter Burns. Yeah. He's at the SEC Network. Mm. We'll get his spin on this old college football shabacle. So stick around for that tomorrow. We'll see you then. In the meantime, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. It's still the greatest place on earth. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Good night. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.